Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Natalie, what's up? How's life? You know, it's good, I guess. Feeling good? Yeah, feeling great. What are you fangirling over? This week, um, I'm, I chose a podcast Ooh. to fangirl over. See, I love and also hate when you do this, because then I feel like we're exposing people to the competition. But maybe they'll no. expose people to us. Well, this one's very specific. Okay. And I don't know if you'd be as into it as I am. Ooh. Sounds but like- it's a Simpsons podcast. Ooh, yeah. It's called Everything's Coming Up Podcast with uh-huh. Allie Gertz and Julia Prescott. Uh-huh. And they have a guest. Usually it's like a funny person or a writer. And they just talk about a Simpsons episode that they love. That's that's it. It's great. And I want to be on it. If they're desperate, I'm available. <laughs> Natalie Burst. I love Simpsons. We can give you her contact information. <laughs> we can, I feel like we could make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. We can reach out to him. What are you fangirling over? <sighs> well... I mean, we've talked about it a lot, and we're sort of in various degrees of our down the rabbit hole, but I think I'm down the rabbit hole a little bit more. But after we did our MTV reality episode, then we're following Spencer Pratt on Snapchat, which just continues to delight. Oh, my God. Um, But then, so I just decided to just jump back in, and I watched the entire first season of The Hills. What year did that come out? It came out in 2006. Okay. So it is 10 years old, Um, but it's... What I really like about it, one, is that, like, the LA-ness of it. Like, for example, when she goes into the Teen Vogue offices, I can see my dentist right across the street. Like, it makes me very happy. I'm like, oh, they're right on Wilshire. Hey, Dr. Nardashti. Like, very – I get really pumped about that. And they go to, like, Doughboys, which is a place that I go for breakfast. And so I kind of like watching it just for that stuff. But – your – it's your life now? It's essentially my life. But it, I also remember that, like, pearls were really big in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Like, Lauren's always wearing a lot of, a like, long, camis. A lot of silk camis. A lot of, like, headbands. Head scarves. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, in the first season, she does buy Jason Waller um, black diamond dog tags. And I do no. not remember that being a trend. Um, but, yeah, I was really into it. I think I'm going to keep watching. I think I'm going to watch all the rest of it. Because now I, like... I'm caught up with Spencer and Heidi by spat by a Snapchat, so I want to like see how we got there. How many seasons are there? Um, I think there's five or six. But Lauren dedication. I know, but Lauren, Lauren's only on it for four because then they bring okay. Kristen back. So you fall out? <laughs> Maybe I'll fall out. I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued by Kristen too. I liked her on Laguna. Um, all right, so that's what we're fangirling over this week. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what our topic is today? Sure. Um, on today's very special episode, we are going to talk about one of our favorite Nicktoons, Hey Arnold. Love. Love Hey Arnold. Love. And the life lessons it has given us. Yeah, you guys, I don't, it was a real show. Like, when we went back and watched a lot of this, I always loved it. I remember thinking that this show was great and that also it was kind of like above Rugrats and Ah Real Monsters and like cat dog and all of that kind of stuff maybe not maybe not Rocco's Modern Life because that was also a a genius show but I remember even when I was watching this in real time was like this show this is some real stuff yeah I remember one specific episode where a couple that we're going to talk about today they obviously affected me because we have to talk about these yeah you were like very you knew exactly like which (laughs) Hey Arnold episodes we were going to talk about it actually was tricky for us to get here because we knew we wanted to talk about Nickelodeon cartoons we couldn't narrow it down there were too many they're in like Doug I mean it was too much and so finally like we couldn't think of a theme that we could talk about everything so we're like you know what we just need to go to the source and we need to talk about Hey Arnold Arnold. and the genius that is Craig Bartlett before we really get into the episodes 
Can I just talk about Craig Bartlett for a minute? Yeah. Okay. So I've been reading. He's the creator of the show. Yeah. Yes. Craig Bartlett. Show mm-hmm. creator. I've been reading up a lot of my facts. <laughs> I'm probably going to mess it up now that I said that. Okay. Um, Where were you getting these facts? The internet. Obviously. Okay. Where else? Uh-huh. I didn't Am know I going to go to a library? <laughs> I didn't know if there was like a Hey Arnold book. <laughs> Is there? I I would like uh, yeah, it. I mean, maybe we there is it. a good Nickelodeon book. Have you read it? No. It's about like the golden age of Nickelodeon. Ooh. All right. I mean, we can read that and the Peter Engel, I Was Saved by the Bell yeah. memoir. Book club. Yep. Anyway. But I still haven't finished LA Candy. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, I just want to, I love Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, yeah. And totally. he, uh, Craig Bartlett was doing claymation cutaways for Penny Cartoons. Really? Yes. And her friend Arnold... He was making those, and he made three um, Arnold shorts, Arnold Escapes from Church, the Arnold Waltz, and Arnold Rides His Chair. And also, there he had a like an Arnold comic made in a Simpsons Illustrated magazine. Oh, wow. So, like, there's some backstory there. And just to tell a quick fangirl story. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. One more thing. His wife is Lisa Groening, Matt Groening's sister. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Craig Bartlett, like, they're all family. They're all, like, in the same world. So Simpsons, Hey Arnold, like, they're literal family. So once I went to a talk at USC that was, like, behind Pee-wee's Playhouse, uh-huh. and it was, um, like, Gary Panter, Wayne White, and someone else. I'm, it's not coming to mind right now. Okay. But it was really amazing. And then afterwards, Matt Groening was in the audience and stood up. And I had to look away because from my friend because I started crying. <laughs> was it more than like your four tears? No, this was like I had it together. It was just like my eyes were welling up. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, don't look at Michael. He's going to make fun of you. Like, uh-huh. Keep it cool. But um, afterwards, I was like, I have to I have to like ask for his autograph or something because I'm crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I had was a sad USC like pamphlet. So uh-huh. I found like the most space on it. And I was like, hi, can I have your autograph? And then my pen wouldn't work. <gasps> and I was panicked. And then some magical student had like a fancy marker. <laughs> so he drew Bart for me. <gasps> Seriously? Yeah, and I have it in my room just on a shelf, the pamphlet. The like weird USC yeah. pamphlet with Bart. But I love it so much. That's pretty great. And that's just a connection of all of them. Yeah. You just brought it all together. Um, Do you have any more Craig Bartlett facts before we jump into the life lessons? Um, He worked on the Rugrats. Do you know that? No. I love the Rugrats. I do love the Rugrats a lot, actually. Kind of like in a weird weird way for how old I was when the show came out. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the thread throughout all of these things that we're going to talk about is that this show was way ahead of its time. Like, yeah. and maybe was too advanced for the people it was targeted And the towards. characters are so diverse. Yeah. Both, like, ethnically and just sort of, like, socioeconomically and, like, the whole thing. It's very, it's a, it's quite a, an amalgamation of society, yeah. if you will. Um, okay, so what do you, which episode do you want to talk about first? Um, I think we should start with the episode Helga on the Couch. Okay. Um, give you... Helga is recommended for counseling after Mr. Simmons observes her uh, arguing with Arnold and arguing with her parents. She learns that love is very normal and she's actually okay. So, of course, Helga needs therapy. Like, if you've ever seen an episode of the show, like, she has a lot of rage. 
Um, she's very angry. She's obviously very jealous about her and, sister, Olga. I mean, with good reason. Her yeah. parents are terrible. Her mom's an alcoholic. Yeah. Those smoothies? Come on. Not smoothies. She was always slurring her lines. She was always asleep on the couch. Yeah. But, and okay. her dad? An asshole. Oh, yeah. Straight really up. mean to her. Just like not, not a nice guy. So my what I took away from this episode as a life lesson, and it actually comes from Phoebe, her friend, but Phoebe gives this whole speech about how therapy is good and how, you know, it's it's totally acceptable and there shouldn't be any like stigma to it and that opening up to people and like, you know, telling yeah. your truth is very freeing and very sort of spiritual and real. And it's like, yeah. Have you been to therapy? Yeah, I have. I, I have not. Maybe you should go. I, I should. Phoebe said it was great. And Helga goes, and it's good. I mean, well, I do have a little Helga inside me. Yeah, you are a little Helga Pataki. Pataki? Pataki. Pataki? Pataki. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so yeah, life lesson number one. Therapy is good. Yeah. It didn't necessarily fix her. No, but... But she learned that it's okay to have a crush on Arnold. Yeah, and that she can tell people about it. And then it's okay to, like, be jealous of your sister. How sad was that scene? It was, like, a flashback of her trying to go to preschool. Oh, it's so sad. And her alcoholic Every- smoothie mom yeah. packs her lunch. Everyone, nobody will take her to preschool. No. Her mom packs her lunch that's shaving cream and a, <laughs> and a, packet, a, of a packet of crackers. One cracker. It's it's devastating. It's devastating. And she's like two. And she's like, uh, she has a lisp. It's so yeah, sad. Yeah, she walks herself to preschool and Arnold was nice to her right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And that's why she loves Arnold, you guys. Yeah, because he was nice to her and kind. Do you have a clip that you want to play? Uh, yes. Bringing up Arnold. I am not angry at Arnold. Helga, I've seen you express more anger at him than anyone else. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, Helga, if you feel like getting something off your chest... Like how you feel about Arnold. Now might be a pretty good time to do it. Anything you say will be kept in confidence, of course. Confidence? It's my professional code not to tell what goes on here. You're sworn not to tell? Of course, Helga. I mean, you're sworn, right? Even if you were tortured, you'd never tell? I swear never to tell. You mean, so like, if someone stuck your head in a cage with a starved rabid rat, you still wouldn't tell? Even then, Helga, I still wouldn't tell. Well... I... You... I... I love Arnold! There! I said it! I love him! I love him! Arnold! 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 I'm absolutely positively in love with the boy! I want to grow up and have a fabulous life traveling around the world with him! Coffee in Paris! Roses! Sailboats! The whole nine yards! I want to have a perfume named after us! Arnold and Helga! I love Arnold! Okay, so life lesson number two. Wait. Oh, I just want to say one thing okay. because I love Helga Pataki uh-huh. so much. The Patakis was going to be a spinoff. Really? Yes. They pitched it to Nickelodeon, but it was a little too dark. It was actually for Nick at Night. Oh, that makes sense. It was a little sense. too dark for them because mm-hmm. it was going to be Helga as a teenager oh. in the family. So then they pitched it to MTV, but they also said no because it was too similar to Daria. But I would love to know Maybe what we, that could have been. I feel been. like we got to get in touch with Craig Bartlett. We got to figure some stuff out <laughs> because that's please great. tell me about the Patakis. I would watch it. Are these based on people that you know? Yeah, um, yeah, I would watch it. I love Daria, so that makes sense to me. Um, okay, so life lesson number two. 
comes from the episode Pigeon, Pigeon Man, Man, which is only a half of an episode. Yeah. Right? It's a shorter one. Sometimes they would be full, like 24 minutes. Other times they would be like 12. Yeah. Right? And uh, this episode, Arnold brings his sick pigeon to the mysterious Pigeon Man. Yeah. I'm... Hey, Arnold is full of great characters like Stoop Kid and Monkey mm-hmm. Man, but Pigeon Man really stood out for me because yeah. it's very sad. It's it's very, very sad. And the life lesson from this episode is actually quite sad too, but a little bit hopeful. So at one point, like Arnold befriends Pigeon Man because his bird Chester of Fester, Chester, and Lester gets sick. And he, like you said, he takes him to him and he fixes him. He, he nurses him back to health. And Arnold, being the lovely, like, old soul that he is, wants to kind of get to know Pigeon Man. And Pigeon Man's been really removed from society for a long time. And so he wants to kind of, like, reintroduce him to society. And while they're gone... Harold, which <sighs> another kid who needs some therapy. And not a crop top. Like, he needs to get a regular shirt. <laughs> he was held back. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. You were like, just older facts today. <laughs> I went deep into Hey Arnold. I love it. Yeah. He's older than everyone else. Oh. Um, jerk. But he's the worst. I wrote, okay, fuck Harold for this messing with <laughs> pigeons idea. Yeah, because they, they like go and ruin the pigeon coops for yeah. no reason other so than to just be assholes. When the pigeon man and Arnold returned from pizza, Everything's a mess. All the birds are gone. And the music is so sad and quiet. It's so sad. <laughs> and then he gives like a speech. Yeah. And I have a clip of it for you. Okay. Let's, Let's play, play the clip. Your birds will come back. Of course they'll come back. They're birds. I trust them. I understand them. It's people I don't understand. You see, Arnold, it's time for me to leave here. Some people are meant to be with people, and others, like me, are just different. Pigeon Man, wait. None of this would have happened if I hadn't... Arnold, don't be sad. You've taught me that some people can be trusted, and I'll never forget that. Where will you go? Somewhere I can live in peace with my friends. Don't you see? I have a mission to help pigeons everywhere. Wherever there's a bird in need of seed, I'll be there. Wherever there's a helpless flock suffering some abuse, I'll be there. Wherever there's a pigeon with a weak wing or a broken beak, I'll be there. Vincent? I just hope there's another honor where I go next. So so sad. So I think the life lesson here is that people can let you down, but there are good people in this world. Yeah. It's not and worth it, shutting everyone out. No. And it's like sometimes things are terrible. I think we could we could all say that maybe some things are terrible right now. 2016 has been like, <laughs> get out of here, 2016. But there are good people in this world. And people like Arnold exist, and they're going to find you, and they're going to help Do you. Do people with football heads exist? Only if they wear tiny little hats in their crease. Did you think part. he was wearing a skirt or a shirt? I thought up until I rewatched them that he was wearing a skirt. Same. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, it's just an As a kid, I shirt. always just accepted like, oh, cool, a kilt. Yeah, I thought it was a kilt too. But it's really, now I paid more attention. It's just a long shirt. It's like a look that he's going for. Rewatching this, it reminded me of Home Alone 2 with Kevin's friendship with that homeless pigeon lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how her... Her accent changes like seven times in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, is 
Arnold, like the inspiration for Stewie on Family Guy. A lot of football because shaped of the football heads. Head. Yeah, because it's definitely before. Good point. But yeah, so life lesson number two. Sometimes people are assholes, but sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not. I mean, and I think that's important for little kids to know. Like not everybody is yeah. unicorns and rainbows. I mean, I want them to be, but. Um, okay, number three, Parents Day. Whew. All of these episodes. Um, this wasn't the roughest, but this was kind of rough. All of these episodes in general are, it was a lot of me texting you being like, this is too much. Like, I am <laughs> I dead. I not ready. I am emotionally drained, like, every single, after every single one that I, that I watched. This was a full episode. This yeah. was, like, 20 You're going to have to watch the happier ones. Yeah. I, and I watched the whole show. And so, like, revisiting just these particularly, like, hard-hitting ones. So Parents' Day, right, is they have like a – it's a weird loose it, competition. It says, at the Parents' Day competition, Arnold learns that even though he doesn't have real parents, in quotations, cool. Ooh, his grandparents are just as good as everyone else's parents, which is true because those grandparents are magical. They are magical. They're, they're like, so strong. They're freaking like ninjas. It's amazing. Yeah. But so basically they have like a – it's almost like a track and field day type of situation it's all with your parents and everyone in the class like competes against others and it's a whole weekend and which why would you want to do that on a weekend right be at school no that's stupid well they're not at school they're like in a park but it's a school event i don't want to have like a sack race on the weekend (laughs) like i don't want to do that um so basically the life lesson here well this one this one's kind of rough right you have your do you want to play the clip of like why it's particularly harsh yeah What's the matter with you? Keep your eye on the egg, not your opponent. We are not going to let some orphan boy and his ancestors win this parents' weekend thing. You understand? What? Again, Mr. Pataki calls Arnold orphan Orphan boy. boy. Like, so mean. And, like, to his face. Not even quietly. Like, again, he's a dick. Like, there's no other way to describe Mr. Pataki. By the way, did you remember that he... Ran a beeper empire. Yeah, Big Bob's beepers. Yeah, didn't Jingle. remember it. Loved I it. Um, I do like that they're wearing the beeper t-shirts. Like their whole <laughs> family is like, you know, clad in beeper wear. He kind of reminds me in a way, like personality-wise, of like Matilda. Totally. That actually, I was thinking that. Like, minus the fact that Helga doesn't have magical powers, like it's completely Matilda. Matilda. Yeah. So essentially, what happens here, right, is that Arnold. He's called Orphan Boy because he he doesn't have parents. His parents have died. And but of he, course he's devastated by that. Yeah, because who wouldn't be? And he, but he's been raised his whole life by his grandparents. Like he doesn't really know anything else. And like you said, his grandparents are badass. Like his grandma's like basically a ninja. His grandpa is super spry. And they, they like roll in and they're like playing cool music. And I don't know, they're <laughs> great. But so at least what I took away and maybe your life lesson is a little bit different but to me, like, my life lesson was you can choose your family. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, just because you might not have parents or your parents might be jerks, like, you can find a place that you belong and, and with people you belong Another life with. lesson, your parents might not be the greatest people. 100%. And it's okay to not. Helga needs to learn that, that life lesson. lesson. Yeah. I will say that is one of the funny things about being an adult now is that you realize that your parents are just other adults. Yeah. And it's like, oh, would I like them? Hmm. Thankfully, I would like mine. Yeah. You would Same. too. Yeah. But 
you never know. So you can. You can choose your family. Yeah, and the um, the flashback, like Arnold as a baby and you mm-hmm. get to see the parents. He's still wearing his baby hat and his baby part with yeah. his football head. His head grew, but his hat did not. No, he still has the same size. <laughs> <laughs> very astute. I never realized that, that the hat stays the same. It's kind of like your eyes. As yeah. A kid. You're born with giant eyes. Um, okay. So number, we have to move on to not not even yet. I have to say something. You have another fangirl fact? Well, you all, I always do. I know. Okay, so in this episode, he kind of learns the origin of the parents. Right. But he parents, goes, yeah. like, deeper in this another episode called The Journal, and he finds, like, his dad's journal about everything. Uh-huh. And at the end of that episode, he finds a map Ooh. where, um, and that's where his parents' last journey was, right. where they are missing or mm-hmm. whatever happened. Yep. And there was going to be a movie Called like Arnold goes to the jungle. I what believe. like what Arnold year, in the jungle? What year was this supposed to be? I don't know what year it was supposed to happen, uh-huh. but it's supposedly going to happen next year, twenty seventeen. Yes. Oh my god, we have something to live for. This is there's going to be a Hey Arnold movie, yeah. like a real movie. Well, there is a Hey Arnold movie. Yes, but this is going to be like another one. Yes, and on in the movie theater, not like on TV. Probably TV. Oh really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm still I'm fine. Sorry, with that. disappointed. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm still gonna watch it, but I, I'm into it. I I yeah, think it's called Hey Arnold: The Jungle Movie. Oh, that makes sense. Um, okay. Can we move on to the maybe one of the greatest slash saddest episodes of yeah. television if I've ever watched? If you're not gonna watched? cry, yes. I can't make any promises. This literally, my we'll have to go through my notes for this, but I have my. It, this is Arnold's Christmas, right? Is the episode, and the premise for this episode? Do you have the byline for it yeah when arnold draws mr Wynn's name in the boarding house the secret santa he decides to make it the most special christmas ever for the lonely boarder and tries to reunite him with his long lost daughter i mean just right there i have tears in my eyes like what first of all why is this a child's cartoon it's so deep so this is the number one like if you ask me about hey arnold this is the one episode i remember the most yeah oh i was telling you when i was getting my hair done i was telling my hairdresser and another woman there about how we were doing this episode and i briefly said like oh there's this asian man he gave away his daughter and the assistant came around the corner right as I was saying that and she was like are you talking about Hey Arnold and I was like yes yes I am talking <laughs> about Hey Arnold. This affected everyone who yeah, watched it's it. it's a very very affecting episode but so basically Mr. Wynn it, there's a flashback right? Yeah. Do you have that clip? Yeah I have the clip of this backstory. Okay. There's a light. Everyone was trying to get out. Everywhere there was confusion. Somehow I got through. The only way out of the city was by helicopter. There were too many people. I begged the soldier, please, please take us. Help us find a new life. But he could not. He said there was only room for one of us. Then I had to make the most difficult decision of my life. I knew I had to do the best thing for mine. I knew if I gave mine to the soldier, they would take care of her. They would find a home for her. And then, as soon as I could, I would get out of the country and find her again. As the helicopter left, the soldier called out the name of a city. This city. He said he would bring her here. Okay, this I mean, is rough. I'm sobbing. Uh, my roommate, Roger, I don't want to get too into his backstory. I'll let him tell it sometime on an episode. But uh-huh. he said, as an abandoned baby, this got me. 
So true. I have a series of three notes in a row. I have a, some, some other things, but it just says, my God, this is so sad with four exclamations. Then yet so hopeful. And then the last one is, I don't love Christmas, but this made me believe. <laughs> like I was, I was Wait, very you don't love affected. Christmas? I don't love Christmas. I don't love Christmas. <gasps> you don't? I don't love Christmas. Wait, you love, you I don't it's love it. It's my second favorite holiday. It's like bottom five for me. I'm not. Like under Arbor Day? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like Flag Day, Arbor Day, Christmas, something else. <laughs> anyway, but this made me believe. This made me, I like had the Christmas spirit from this episode. But so essentially we get this whole backstory of Mr. Wynn and then it's Arnold takes it upon himself to find To bring them together for Christmas. Yeah. And so he takes Gerald and they go to... Like, first of all, this is pre-internet, so he was like, I've been on the phone all day, which I thought was amazing. But they go to the U.S. like records office, and they find this old curmudgeon guy that can help them. Fun fact. The curmudgeon fact. Mr. Bailey uh-huh. is the same voice as Pigeon Man. He's Ooh. voiced by the same person. I'm going to fuck up his name, so I'm sorry. But it's like <laughs> Vincent, Vincent Scavelli? Oh. Is it Scavelli? I don't know. He's Sounded in right. Ghost. He's the one that teaches Patrick Swayze like how to move stuff in oh, the subway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. It's that guy. All right. Again, all these people with like talent that we didn't we didn't need them as voice actors for these shows, but I appreciate that we have them. Oh, I have another fun fact oh for you. Your eyes this just one, got bugged out of your head. This one I've actually known for years and I don't know why, but a lot of the voice actors for the kids switched out over the years, uh-huh. but one of them for Eugene was Christopher Castile of Step by Step. <laughs> so moving also on. Also of Beethoven fame. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. So Arnold and Gerald are, have now taken this upon themselves. They find this curmudgeon dude. They, this guy's like, hey, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you find this missing, it's my, right? May? Yeah. My? My. Um, I'm not going to find her for you. And they're like, we will do your Christmas shopping. It is Christmas Eve. Like they are... What adult Late trusts training. kids to do that? He gives them amazing. I love, I love this town. Yeah, this, this fake town. There's so much trust. Which we thought was Brooklyn, but it's apparently it's not. It's actually, yeah, it's like a combination of Brooklyn, Portland, and Seattle. Very Something like that. interesting mm-hmm. mix. Again, ahead of its time, though. Like, so cool. Like, yeah, all the cool like, places yeah, to be. Yeah, all those places are so cool. It was not cool in, like, the mid-'90s. Um, but so... He gives them $300 in cash, and they traipse all around town, mm-hmm. and they get every, every single thing on the list except the Nancy, Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Yes. And of course, who wants the Nancy Spumoni snow boots? Helga. Yes. Do you remember another episode about Dino Spumoni? The Spumoni sounded very familiar to it's- me. They try to save the theater because Arnold's grandparents used to see Dino Spumoni mm-hmm. perform there, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. like a Frank Sinatra. Yes. Frank Sinatra's first daughter, Nancy Sinatra, is Nancy Spumoni, Dino Spumoni's daughter. In the show? That's the only time that name is mentioned this episode, so think about huh. it. Interesting. All right. You were just fangirl facting it out over there. I'm very <laughs> excited. But anyway, so they don't get these boots, and everyone wants these boots. They go to like 50 stores to find them. They can't find them. And so they go home dejected on Christmas Eve. And quite frankly, like, their Christmas spirit is a little wounded. Very low. Very low. Very low. So Helga, though, this whole time, the, like, B story is that she's trying to figure out the ultimate gift to give Arnold. The whole time. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. And so she was going to get him a skateboard and then a video game and all this stuff. And 
some through some sort of like coincidence, Gerald basically tells her, he's like, well, you know, you want to make sure that your your Christmas gifts are personal because Arnold has told him that same thing earlier in the episode. And so it gets to the point where Helga's, she's getting no attention at home, shocking. And her mom's like, hey, <laughs> let's cheer you up. Like, let's give you one of your Christmas one presents. Present. And she opens it and it's the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. And she's so, at first she's super excited she's and like runs out in mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah, I have the note that she said, no, not a moral dilemma, because she like knows that this is what Arnold needs, because she's like seen them during the day. And she knows that this is the key for Arnold to give Mr. Wynn the ultimate Christmas. But so you don't really know what happens, right? She goes to the government records office. She's got her boots. Yeah. She meets the curmudgeon dude. She talks him into it. Yep. But you don't... Such a sob story. It's a little bit of a cliffhanger, because you don't really know. Like, they go inside. You don't know if the timing's going to work. And then, is it the next day or is it still Christmas Eve, do you think? It's the next day. It's the next day. It's Christmas. Everyone's getting their presents at the boarding house. Yeah. And then Arnold has nothing to give. Mr. Wynn. And so Arnold is about to tell him the story of what happened. And then there's a knock at the door. Oh, my God. Getting emotional. I know. And I thought thought Helga was, like, going to come inside. Or I didn't know what necessarily was going to happen. But so... There's a knock at the door. They go to get the door. The door opens. It's and it's, my. It's my. It's Mr. Wynn's daughter. They embrace. She's like a very old. Not very old, but she's at least a teenager. Yes, for sure. And, well, she's got to be older than that because he said he waited like 20 oh, years. that's true. So yeah, she's, she's like, like full grown adult. Yeah. And they embrace. Like everyone is crying. I am at this point Sobbing. crying. I love that the little, I forget his name, but he's like a little Danny DeVito character. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. only going to. Matilda, Danny DeVito, there's <laughs> yeah. a theme. But he's he's crying. Yes. I loved that. Yeah, he's like at the well. Yeah. yeah, totally. But so then they cut to outside and the end of the episode is just Helga standing out there in the cold and she just says, Merry Christmas, Arnold. And like he doesn't hear her. He doesn't know. He never knows that she did this for him. Uh, you're, she, you're welling He right needs now. to know. <laughs> he needs to know. But so I think the life lesson for me was that like selflessness is the ultimate gift. And like that is so deep for little kids to know and to understand. And like I, it was one of the most emotional episodes of television I've ever seen. And Helgo always wants attention for everything that she does. She wants credit. She's so loud and mean. And then she just doesn't tell him that she's the reason that this happened. I'm so glad I made you watch this episode. I, I mean, I changed your life. You did. Like, I feel, I might have the Christmas spirit. Like, you, you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, was that what you took away too? Was that your life lesson? Yeah, and, um, hmm. yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, whatever. You summed it up. Be nice sometimes. <laughs> it might, it might, but it, she didn't even get anything out of it. That's the greatest part. Like she just, it was a selfless act, and are it was like you, a chaos. You, have you done a selfless act that you can remember? I mean, <laughs> sure, probably. <laughs> um, I bought you tickets to Cine Family, <laughs> but that, that wasn't true. selfless because I wanted you to. You go buy with me things me. all the time. No, I buy you like three things, but then we went and we watched cartoons, and I feel like Hey Arnold, the intro was in that when we went to it. Which was it great. was, yeah. Okay, so I don't, I refuse to end this episode without mentioning one more. Okay. It's one of my favorites. Is it as heavy and deep as no, all of these episodes? No, we're going to end it on a light, light note. Okay, on a light note. Good. Um, this one's just fun. Well, actually, it does have some disappointment, but <laughs> deal with it. That's life. That's fine. I think it just fits with 
fangirl motif. Okay. Um, it's called Preteen Scream. <laughs> and I know like, if you're a 90s kid, you're going to remember this. Uh-huh. Um, it's the one with the song, I Saw Your Face and Wow. <laughs> and I do have a clip of the song because I know you want to hear it. I do. I mean, it was everything I needed it to be. Yeah, it did. It it ended this this episode on a a high note. Ronnie Matthews, what a treasure! (laughs) But what a treasure! If you remember that episode, like Phoebe is a super fan, writes a letter, wins a contest to meet Ronnie Matthews, Mm -hmm. and then he's just a big disappointment. He lip syncs his songs like. But Helga loves it. Yeah. And I just remember loving this episode. I think as a fangirl myself, Uh I've always loved an episode about other fangirls where a person meets like their idol, whether it's good or bad. Like um, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch or 90210 when Color Me Bad is on it. Oh my God. It's one of my favorite episodes. Uh Yeah. But I mean, I get it. Should we write a fan mail to Craig Bartlett? Yes. I think we should. I think we should too. I think we need to like bring the show back. In general? Yeah, in general. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, these are life lessons that everyone needs to yeah. know. Everyone also needs to know that they're available on Hulu. So yes. please watch these episodes. Yes, we've been watching a lot of them. But, all right, well, I feel like very enlightened and very enriched yeah. after this episode. Slightly emotional. I, I mean, apparently that's my MO now. I did not know. I'm sweaty. I'm crying. I like, bring, it, I bring it out in you. You do. I appreciate it. Um, all right, guys. Well, as usual, we want to hear from you. Um, you can write to us. You can write us fan mail. <gasps> Oh my god, that'd yes. be great. Um, at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Yeah. What did you think of Hey Arnold? Did you like it better than Regrets? Or did, did you, like- you think it was a skirt or yeah. a shirt? I want to know. That's a that's a pressing question. We need to know that. Skirt or shirt? Did also one more fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give it to me. Phoebe and Gerald were like low key in love the entire series. What? Yeah. You like never knew that. I know. Mm-hmm. That but, was good. That was a good ender. But watch it with that in mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just. You just blew things wide open for people. All right. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Fangirl Fridays Podcast, Twitter, FGF Podcast, Facebook, Facebook page, Fangirl Fridays. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.